The Artist Life Podcast is brought to you by Real Creative Heart. Heavy the head that reps the crown. With love, your greatness is found. So rep your crown. Live from Buffalo, art is life. Welcome to the Art is Life podcast with your host, Russell C. Holt, where we sit down with artists from all career fields and we discuss their perspectives on their art and what it means to them in life. So sit back, have fun, and enjoy the ride. Good evening, guys, or afternoon, morning, wherever you are watching this. This is another episode of Art is Life. I am your host, Russell C. Holt, and I am joined by another friend slash technically family member. Um, and we are actually stepping outside of the, ro- the world of art in its literal form. And we're going and expanding into a different art form in the art of bodybuilding with my host today. I've known him for quite some time since we were kids, but more when we were in high school, um, when he finally transferred over to a public school <laughs> and, and left left those Catholic schools alone and came. Um, and yeah, he's been an avid uh, workout uh, junkie or gym rat, whatever you want to call it. Um, and now he is a... Um, bodybuilder and continuing to pursue that goal of being a professional body bodybuilder so we're going to talk about the art of bodybuilding and working out in general with my guest today so without further ado we have my man david wells aka davy dave with the ladies craig yeah buddy but it, but, but right now it's just one lady right yeah, now so one. so good afternoon <laughs> What's good? This is awesome. I'm glad to be here. Yes. Glad to have this opportunity. Appreciate it. Thank you for uh, joining me. So let's just, yeah, just um, for the, for those who may not know your story, why don't you give us a little background on how you even got into the art of bodybuilding? Well, from the very beginning, uh, I was a little little dude, a little skinny dude. And um, from the beginning coming from the Catholic school, still represent (laughs) OLV, you know, it was only two of us African-Americans, all right, but uh, transferring over to public school, um, really, I just got, I didn't know anything about it, so I was going into a whole different atmosphere, so I heard it was a bunch of, you know, fights and bullying, and I really didn't want to be picked on because I was a, a littler guy. Yeah. You know, short and super skinny. So that year before even, you know, going into my ninth grade year of, you know, public high school, that whole summer I uh, worked out. Didn't know what I was doing. Grabbed a couple magazines. Mainly it was just push-ups, pull-ups, things like that. And that's what really, you know, got me into weightlifting. Not bodybuilding per se, but weightlifting. And um, just because I wanted to, you know, be able to defend myself if I needed to defend myself. Right, right, right. You know, didn't know who was going to come at me because, right. you know. Now, when you started working out, did you enjoy it or did you just, were you just doing it because you wanted to get bigger? Just, you just had that 
that bigger goal like so it wasn't just more so you were forcing yourself to do it yeah i think i was more forcing myself to do it i don't think i liked it it was all right mm-hmm. um i just wanted to get bigger i had a goal and the whole the, the overall goal was not to be one of those kids that got bullied or picked on so i think that kind of drove me into you know coming home after school doing my push-ups waking up in the morning doing my push-ups going to sleep at night doing my push-ups, pull-ups, dips, body weight, because I really didn't have any, mm-hmm. you know, weight equipment like that. So it was just more calisthenic things. Um, I had a bump bed, and I used to go underneath my bump bed and, you know, treat that like a bench press. So, <laughs> I, you know, I was Y'all real creative back then. Benching beds. Yeah, I, I, was, I was creative back then. So definitely thought outside the box and used whatever I could to turn it into a, an exercise. So... So after transitioning, once you, you know, you got some established muscle building going on, what, um, how long before that did you decide to, actually prior to that, what, what was your goal in life? Like, what did you want to do? Like, did you have anything particular that you were striving to, to do? Like every other kid, you know, police officer. (laughs) No kids now. I'm um, sorry. There are some good ones out there, there but, you know. Um, <laughs> playing some kind of sport, you know. Basketball, I was crappy. So, X that out. <laughs> football, we tried for like two days. X that out. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about that football experience on what, <laughs> what happened? Listen, <laughs> everybody was doing it. I was like, ah, everybody want to be a professional body, I mean, uh, football player. Let me let me put my little body in there yeah. and see what's and I, up. Cause I remembered that like we were working out together during the summer. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we about to go. We yeah. take was, this be start. I was starting. feeling good. <laughs> I was strong. I used to do laps around my grandma's house, so my stamina and endurance was up. Mm-hmm. So one time I was out, um, just rate just racing, just racing some regular kids on my grandma's street, and I tore my hip flexor. Boom, tore it. Tore my uh. My left hip hip flexor, I went down to the ground. I hurt it bad, couldn't lift my leg, and this was probably maybe like a month or two before uh, the beginning of the football uh, season. Mm-hmm. And after it got healed up, felt pretty good in football practice. It was a lot tougher than I thought. I didn't like <laughs> none of the practices. <laughs> I just wanted to go home. Yeah. I ain't want to go. I ain't want to go after school. Every time after school, I just want to go home, take a nap. I ain't want to go practice. I was lazy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do none of that stuff. And then uh, one of our practice, we was doing uh, sprints, uh, special teams for the special teams or something like that. Sprints from one touchdown to the other touchdown. You know, I'm running, I'm running. So I'm just full out sprint because I want to beat everybody. And boom, my other hip flexor go out. It was my right hip flexor. I just played it off. I knew what it was because I knew what the other one felt like. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, I just kept running. And uh, when I tore that one, I went home. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I was done. That was the last, last actual practice I went to. <laughs> so you, you learned early that sports was... The traditional sports yeah. were not the route. No, nah, not for me. Uh, 
it was it was definitely weightlifting. You know, when I when I like I sucked at basketball, I sucked at football. It really wasn't nothing else I was interested in as far as sports came. I just stuck to the weight room. You know, I just did that. I was like, I still want to be bigger than you know everybody in my high school, so I just kept lifting weights while everybody else was at you know football <laughs> practice or even gym class. Even in gym class, I uh, I didn't want to play. Shit, I wasn't good at nothing. <laughs> Dodgeball. I ain't had that arm strength to throw anything. So. But the thing, the, the the thing that you know, most people don't take away or don't notice is like, yeah, you you weren't, you may not have been good at those things, but it didn't stop you from trying them out and then finding out what you were good at yeah, or finding out what you were interested in. Yeah, this like, was true. All all those paths led me to where I am right now. Just led me to finding that particular thing that I was good at. And that was bodybuilding. And we we stuck to it. We stick into it. How did you get into the actual art of the bodybuilding side? Well, that came from actually just getting into bodybuilding. I had a membership at the Steel Mill Gym. And uh, just working out there. And I was in a back room. Like the power lifting room, Olympic lifting room, whatever you want to call it. And uh, a couple of trainers, a couple of weightlifters back there is just, you know, looking at me and just watching me. And I was a younger kid back then, and, you know, I could hear him talking. I'm like, uh, he looks good. He has a great, you know, great potential and stuff like that. And then one of the trainers just came up to me and I was like, you should do, uh, you should do a show. You should do a bodybuilding show. And at the time, I didn't know anything about bodybuilding. I don't even think I knew it existed. So I looked into it, and I was like, nah, I'm not trying to, you know, go up there. Stronger, you know, that's, that's not my thing. I don't want to go on stage and show my body almost naked in front of, you know, however many people. Right. But um, that was like the little spark. Because every day I came into the gym, the one trainer, he's just, you know, just he was just like, just try it. And there was another trainer, same thing. He was like, you should just do a bodybuilding show. You got the potential. You got you got a great physique. Just get up there, get your feet wet, see see how you feel. And he was like, it's a show in two weeks. Why not just get in there? I'll help you a little bit. I'll show you some poses. I got some DVDs. You could take these DVDs home, look at these poses, you know, study them, watch them. I was like, I was like, uh, uh, why not? You know, and he just told me, you know, the other things that I needed to do, like shave my body. You know, uh, he didn't. He said I didn't have to tan. I didn't have to uh, do cardio or anything, just because I was already, you know, naturally lean. I was black, so I didn't have to tan. You know, that was just coming from him. But um, after that, we tried it and we did it and. You know, I didn't diet. I, it was like two weeks. I had Doritos leading up into that show. It was nothing. And I came in, I think I came in, what, second? I came in second in my first show. Didn't know what I was doing. Didn't really diet. Didn't tan. What was the what was the, uh, the class and the type of? Um... That, cl- that was, a, I think, novice, bodybuilding novice class. So basically, the novice is just somebody who never won the class. Mm-hmm. So... 
and for for beginners. Okay. So that was my first ever time going on, on going out on stage, and it wasn't bad. I went up there. The lights was the lights was shining. The lights were hot. I couldn't see anybody out in the crowd. So, cause naturally I'm a shy kid. I'm a quiet kid. I keep to myself. So that was something I was nervous about going out there. But when I went out there, the lights were in my eyes. I couldn't see anybody in the crowd. I could hear, you know, certain voices like my mom, you know, my grandma and things like that. But other than that, I just went out there, did my thing, cause I couldn't see nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't nervous, wasn't shy at the time, and I was like, "Oh, this is easy. This is, this is nothing." Got off stage, got second. I was happy with it. And I was like, "All right, maybe we could do a little something with this. Maybe right. we could take it a little further." And so, yeah. So yeah. So speaking of that, so um, so but how was that feeling? Like, how did how was the feeling of like going on that stage and seeing or not seeing anything, and then having that confidence to do it, um, you know, and not be nervous anymore. Like, like how was it being on stage and like that feeling of being a shy kid and being like, Oh yeah, this is like, well, like it's, I, it's like like I like said, as yeah. if you were like by yourself on, you know, and then that's like, yeah. I mean, before even walking up, up into the stage, cause we had some stairs to get up there. Um, I was nervous, but when I got out there and I couldn't see anybody because the lights were in my eyes, I was good. It was like I was up there by myself, nobody else around me. Yeah, I could hear their voices, but I couldn't really see them. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't focusing on, on you know the crowd or the judges. I was just basically looking off into space yeah. as the lights were you know blinding me. And you were able just to be free yeah, at that point. Do, yeah, do my thing. So I felt like I was up there by myself. I had the confidence. I mean, it might have been my first show, but I act I act like I was up there before. So yeah, yeah. And so that's how I felt. So after that performance, um, you came in second. Was that the moment where you were like, I can do this for a profession, or nah? Where you continue, you were still like. Yeah, no, nah, I was still I was still on the fence. I wasn't, you know. I just treated it like uh, it was just something to do. Right, you know, just, to, just to first time shut people up yeah, from yeah. asking and yeah, saying you did it. Yeah, and I was I was basically like um, I was happy to get a trophy. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> like I never had a trophy. It was something to put on, you know, put in my house. Right, right. I, yeah, because you yeah, didn't play sports yeah, or anything like that. So yeah, I didn't have any of those awards or you know something that I could look at and be like, oh, I did that when I was younger. And so to get my first trophy, that was a little bit of motivation right there too. So that was that was fun. I was happy to have that. It was yeah. like a little dupe. Right. You know? So 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 the beginning you were so you weren't looking at it as a professional avenue. No. You were looking at it as a way to fulfill a athletic goal of yeah. receiving rewards and stuff like that in a different yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like it was something Something I wanted, something I was missing. Mm -hmm. I wanted that. Right. You know. Right. Right. So yeah, that's basically what it was, just fulfilling that. So what? Where? When did it? When did it all click? And what? Or what influenced the decision to make it more of a career? Mm. I mean, I was in two thousand eight. My first show. Did a show in two thousand nine. Did a show in two thousand twelve. I believe none of those shows really sparked anything. I think it wasn't until two thousand and thirteen, the year of the year 
of 2013 that I was training with my coach. I got a coach for this one. I took this show a little bit more serious just because he... You realized Doritos wasn't going to get the job done yeah. as you got higher into the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... That year, that year was, it was just something different about that year. I, I, I hired a coach. My first, wasn't my first coach, but it was, I think, my second or third coach that he actually opened up my eyes and opened up my mind and taught me a, a lot about the sport that actually, you know, got me interested in it. So, and he trained me. He did my nutrition. He worked me hard. I've never been trained that hard before in my life. Uh, nutrition. I learned so much about nutrition that year with him. So all those different things, I just, uh, it just got me more interested in the bodybuilding life. Like, ah, oh, this is what it's really about. It's not, you know, it's not just coming in the gym and working out. It's once you leave the gym, that's the, that's the real, mm -hmm. you know, you got to go home. You got to prep all your food. You got to, you know, eat all your food at a certain time. He taught me that, you know, eat at certain times, you know, eat this. I mean, we ate the same thing every day leading up into the show. Mm -hmm. We might've cut some things here and there, but we were still eating the same thing. That was a, he was the first coach that actually, you know, made me and forced me to do cardio. <laughs> All those shows before that, I've never done cardio. My coaches told me, you don't have to do cardio. You're already lean. You come in, boom, boom, you mm -hmm. do your thing. That year I did cardio. I, it was the best look that I never looked any better at a show. Never felt better at a show. Mm -hmm. uh, that year was just, that year we worked so hard and it just, I think the harder I worked, the more I suffered, the harder the workouts were, the less amount of food I had where I was freaking starving, the more cardio I had where I was freaking dying, I didn't want to do it at all. I think all those things that made it harder for me made me like the sport a little bit more because in the end, after doing all that, I've never looked better and right. I just like that look. So so then the motivation went from the trophies to just the results of how you were looking and feeling after mm. yeah. training and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and I was beating people. Yeah. Right. I was I was beating dudes bigger and taller than me. Right. You know. So that that pushed me and that motivated me even more. I was like, oh, if I could beat these dudes right, right, right here, right. you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're on something or if you're not, mm -hmm. you know. As long as I come in, as long as I put in everything outside of the gym, plus inside the gym, of course, mm -hmm. but doing everything that I need to do and showing the judges that I have confidence and my presentation is on point, I mean, the reward was just a trophy and winning. Yeah. First place. So I just... I like that feeling. Right, right, right. And that year, 2013, was definitely the year that I think I got, that I think bodybuilding was like, all right, let's see how far we can take it. Let's take it a little bit more serious. Because mm -hmm. that whole year was just work, work, work. Right, right, right. So, um, after that, so you got that. Um, so, when it comes to bodybuilding and stuff like that, when you're, when you're weightlifting, does it matter as far as strength? Or is it just more so, hot, like doing things that will make certain body muscle groups pop yeah. more or it's like in, in the, yeah in the beginning i would say 
it becomes a little bit how much weight you lift. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to lift heavy things, mm-hmm. especially if you're starting off young. Um, your body, your testosterone is super high. You want to put that heavy weight and force that heavy weight on on your muscles because you've never done something like that. And all that strenuous activity is just going to help your muscles grow and respond very well to it. When you get more into the sport and you're, I would say, an experienced or a veteran athlete, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to have to, you're not going to need to lift, you know, heavy all the time. You're going to be lifting, I would say, you know, smarter, all right? You're going to be targeting certain body parts because at that time, at that point when you're a veteran or experienced lifter, you got certain muscles that you need to develop. You need to bring up your weaknesses. You should have all that muscle from when you were younger and you were lifting that heavy weight, you know, Mm -hmm. already on your body. So now you're just fine-tuning, I should say. You're fine-tuning. Whether you need to bring up your shoulders, you're working, you know, you're working your shoulders differently. You need to bring up your legs, you're working your legs differently. It's not like in the beginning when you were younger and you was doing squats because you didn't have any muscle on you, so you needed to lift heavy to put on that muscle. Right. You got that muscle now, so now you're just fine-tuning and adding the detail and what whatever you need to add, especially when you're doing a show, to improve. Bodybuilding is not just about how big you look and stuff like that mm-hmm. and how cut or defined you are. Uh, posing mm-hmm. takes a good that that's a um, art in itself, and that yeah. that's a key part of bodybuilding as well. How you want to talk about how how important is is it to have a good um, be be a good poser while you're on stage? Posing is super important when it comes to posing. And you know how to present yourself. The judges see that. If you don't know how to pose well, you're not a good poser. That then it can also determine, you know, whether you're first place or whether you're last place. It can make a difference in how you present yourself. All right. If you're a good poser, you'll be able to, you know, hide some of your weaknesses and show show your strengths. Cause you want to be able to hide your weaknesses. Cause everybody have weaknesses. All right. So if you know what you're doing out there. The judges, the judges will see that. Nice. Right. Posing no. is just, it's, it's super important. It's super crucial. It's hard. It's one of those things that you gotta do, you know. Even when you're not getting ready for a competition, even when you're uh, on in your off season. All right, it's one of those things that you need to keep going, doing over and over and over, so you get better, better at it. So when you're on stage, and when it is time for a competition. You know how to control your stomach, all right? That's a part of posing, all right? And that just comes from practicing, all right? Uh, reduce how much you're breathing, because if you're breathing hard on, hard on stage, then they'll show in your stomach. Your stomach will go in and out, in and out, in and out. And the longer uh, you're on stage, because if it's a close competition, the judges are going to have you do multiple rounds of posing, all right? So you need to practice your posing. This is how important posing is. All right? I'm going to have to drill it. <laughs> it's super, impo- super important. So if you're posing outside of the stage, you want to practice a lot because you don't know how long you're going to be on there. And right? how do you learn the poses, though? Like, what pose, like... Well, I, I've learned from, um, yeah. well, in the beginning, my first show, my 2008 show, the first show I've ever done... Uh, my first coach or the first guy that showed me, you know, what I needed to do to get on stage, 
he uh, gave me a couple DVDs, and uh, on those DVDs was just some guy posing. So that's how I learned posing. And nowadays, you got multiple YouTube things out there, multiple videos where you can just look look up something and something will come up and you'll learn how to pose. Facts, facts. And then after that, it's just turning it into your own. Nice, nice. So you just had some, uh, you had a pretty busy uh, couple of months um, with your um, professional um, action. Aspirations for bodybuilding. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about any of that and discuss? Yeah. Uh, go into detail about a little bit of the yeah, process. Well, you what was it? Uh, June nineteenth mm-hmm. was the first show I've done in three years. Mm-hmm. I haven't done a show in three years, so I was a little, uh, little excited to get back on stage. I got a coach uh, during the COVID times when COVID first started. Because now, just uh, before you go into that, like, so can you tell us, like, how was there any significant challenges or significant um, differences that you noticed when you were preparing um, during COVID compared to when it wasn't COVID? Well, during COVID, I really wasn't doing nothing. Uh, I had a kid, so that kind of slowed down how active I was in the gym. And then when COVID hit, I uh, I was on leave from my from my job, and COVID hit and did what it did, and the gyms closed, and that kind of even slowed me down even even further. So all I can do is just things that I've haven't done in years, and that was basically you know calisthenics, a lot of push-ups, a lot of pull-ups. Uh, running outside, getting my stamina up and it and all that stuff, it really wasn't geared towards bodybuilding. I wasn't looking to do a show. I just wanted to get back to feeling how I how I was before I, you know, went on leave or before I had a child. Because that's when I really started slowing down as far as, you know, lifting weights and things like that. The whole competition thing wasn't even in my wasn't even in the back of my head. Well maybe it was because I wanted to eventually get back on stage, but it wasn't like you weren't Anytime thinking about soon. it, right? Yeah, you weren't yeah. thinking about it immediate. But. So when COVID hit, I had to, you know, do those things, get creative because we only had so much, so much limited stuff, and try to buy some stuff online, and everything was sold out. You couldn't get nothing on Amazon. You couldn't get nothing on Facebook Marketplace because as soon as you see it, it was gone, and within the next second, next minute, or whatever. So I found what I could, and I just, I just made it work. I found, you know, one of my boys gave me a Smith machine. Uh, and I found some guy that was selling like 300 pound plates and that's all I had. And I just, you know, just made it work, got creative with the exercises. And then eventually, you know, a couple months into, you know, COVID, I hired me a coach and I told him what my plan was. I was like, eventually I want to get on stage, but I'm starting from, I'm starting from, you know, ground zero again. Right, right. You know, so d- essentially, so yeah, so because you had that setback, so essentially it was kind of like you were starting over mm-hmm. again. Um, did did that give you a, like a, f- a a new sense of uh, like a new fresh start, a new sense of inspiration, a new spark compared, or like did you feel that same energy like when you first started? 
or somewhat, you know, some, so, something so, like that. Yeah, like somewhat. That, you know? Like it was like a, a new like a like a second yeah. wind as you yeah somewhat it. I could I could it was definitely like a second wind I treated it like a you know starting from ground zero I felt like all right I'm the underdog now so mm-hmm. it gave me something to work for I wanted to be that that underdog and work a little harder harder and hiring this coach you know he just you know put the nutrition plan together for me put the workout plan together for me and I didn't have to do any thinking I just needed to do and um. That right there was enough for me, you know, if I had something, you know, set in stone and then I had him for accountability, I was good to go. I didn't really need anything yeah, else. Nice. So, so, um, can you just, yeah, let's go going back to June 19th leading up to that yeah. show. Like, how did you get involved with deciding to actually do a show this uh, year? It was just his plan. He told me like in maybe like February or something like that. He was like, all right, David, um competition season is starting up uh you're looking good we made some you know we made some good progress from the first time we uh got together from when we got together in the beginning and um i think we need to just hit on that stage so i looked up you know what shows we're close because I wanted to do another. I wanted to do a national show. I had so much confidence going into the show that I was like, "I'm gonna win this show, and then I'm gonna go to a national show." Because what you need to do when you're in a, uh, to hit those national shows, you need to win an amateur show, a regional show, to qualify for nationals. And already in my mind, I was just trying to look for any random show. It really didn't matter because I had so much confidence in what I looked like and how I was feeling that I was gonna, you know either win my class or win the overall and qualify. Mm-hmm. So he just, his plan was just like, all right, pick your show. I picked a show. I think it was 11 weeks from um, the June 19th show. And we died it for 11 weeks. Did the most cardio I've ever done out of any of my trainers. Uh, faster cardio, never done fast cardio. So this was the first time. Uh, never done more than thirty minutes of cardio, so this was the first time. So, <laughs> now, what do you usually do when it, for cardio? Uh, before before this, before I had him as my coach, Jordan Plantico, that's my coach. Um, before him, I was doing twenty or at twenty at most thirty minutes post workout cardio on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. As we got closer to the show. Maybe, you know, 10, 20 minutes of the Stairmaster. That was it. This time leading in it, into this show, he had me doing fasted cardio for 30 minutes for my first show. 30 minutes, and I had to wake up at 5.30 or 6 o'clock because I had to do my cardio before my girlfriend left for work. And she left to work at 6.30, <laughs> so I had to do it that early because, obviously, if she was gone, somebody had to. You know, watch the baby. So I had to do it early before she went to work. Uh, and then I also had mm, 20 minutes of cardio after my uh, workout. And I told him that uh, as my job, I do a lot of walking. So <laughs> I was walking all day at work. So I just feel like it was cardio and cardio and cardio. And I just felt like that was, you know, that was a lot of cardio yeah. for this for this show. So, yeah. <laughs> Getting out of breath just thinking about yeah, it, talking yeah. about it. So it was, it was, it was. So it was let's tough. just talk about like how disciplined 
you are and how disciplined you have to be to be in the field that you are in. Like you said, you had you had to do these things in order to get the results you wanted. Yeah. Like you you like some some of it was forced, you know. Yeah. But uh, but also you you also didn't have to you also didn't have to do it either. Yeah. You know? So it's yeah. like you gotta, where do you find that discipline or like what keeps you disciplined? Well, I just want to be better. I want to beat everybody. You know, I mm-hmm. I I gotta go the. The overall goal, it was a big goal probably years ago. Mm-hmm. But now as I'm getting closer and closer to, you know, getting that once was a big goal, it's becoming a smaller goal. Because I know once I, I know I'm going to get it and once yeah. I hit it, gonna I'm going to have a, yeah. another big goal. But the overall goal was, you know, to win this pro card. Get this pro card. So... That that because once you get the pro card, you're you're set. You don't have to do any more of these shows. Yeah, no, it's just professional yeah. shows. But, That's uh, when the big bucks yeah, start rolling. Hopefully, in. hopefully, <laughs> we'll see. But you still, either way, you still gotta work. You know, you still gotta make a name for yourself. But um, that was that was really what was I talking about today. <laughs> the discipline, your discipline. Yeah. <laughs> that that. that <laughs> It, Clearly, uh, podcasting is not where he wants no, to be disciplined. Gotta so. edit that. So basically, <laughs> becoming pro, getting that pro card is what kept me in line with you know. If I do this amount of cardio, then it's gonna get me it. I'm gonna look better. If I do this, if I bring this intensity to the gym, it's gonna bring me one step closer to that goal. I can't miss no meal. I got to get every meal in because it's going to bring me one step closer to that goal. So just having that I want that pro card mentality, doing everything leading up into that show, just kept me disciplined. I knew I couldn't miss a meal. I knew I couldn't, you know, not wake up and do that cardio at 5.30 or 6 o'clock. So that, that's just that's what kept me disciplined. I had to do all those things in order to, you know, reach that goal. Even though we ain't hit it, I know I still got a lot more work to do. I know I still got some improvement to do, but now I got a different kind of discipline. I know I got to, you know, hit the gym to make these improvements, you know, work on the weaknesses to bring them up for the next time we do that show. I know I got to, you know, eat more than I've ate in the past to get me closer to that goal so facts facts so uh piggybacking a little off of that um with the discipline and stuff like that and you you mentioned that you you didn't reach your goal this year um you've gotten closer but you didn't hit it yet but um and you've mentioned several things um that i would think would be your motivation um but um how important what what is keeping you motivated now? Um, is it is it just is it getting that pro card or is it just is it your, your family? Um, is it all of the above um, or like um, what's driving you to continue to keep hitting like keep because because we were talking about this before like a, another day is like how many people have were in your in your same position and yeah. like we're striving to be uh, bodybuilders as well and have quit and like have done different or doing yeah. whole different different professions now yeah so it's like 
don't worry ladies and gentlemen that is not the quiet storm it is just raining outside don't be alarmed but um yeah so like yeah what's your motivation now like how are you continuing I like what what keeps you going i think it's i don't want to fail right <laughs> that's right. it you know i i know how close i am i know i can achieve this goal and i don't want to fail i got a lot of support you know and that's another reason i got all this love all this respect you know from you know a lot of people from a lot, a lot of people that want to see me succeed and want to see me, you know, achieve this goal that I've had for so long. And that's just another reason I, you know, I kind of don't want to let them down either, you know. So that that, that kind of pushed me a little bit more. I got my whole family. They want to see me succeed. They believe in me. So that pushes me more. I believe in myself. I know I can, I know I can make it happen. So that pushes me more. It's just the fact that I'm, I'm just, every year I get better and every year I get closer and closer and I, you know, being this close, I just can't stop. Do you feel like you have a time frame? Like, is there like, is there a, like a ticking clock for you or are you pretty content? Are you cool with how things are going? Like, uh, you, there's, is, are you like feeling like you need to hurry up and achieve this goal so you can get to that next goal or are you think, just like... Just I think trust in the process. Yeah, right now, right now, not getting ready for a show. I'm trusting the process. I'm chilling right now. Maybe like a couple months. Well, not a couple months. Maybe when I thought about doing the show, I felt like it was something that I wanted to rush. But my mindset kind of changed. You know, I don't feel like I need to rush anymore. I'm still, you know, still young in the game of bodybuilding. You know, uh, ask me in a couple of years, we'll see. <laughs> so, what, what what is like the the typical like age of like retirement for for bodybuilding? Uh, right now it's getting, you know, a little bit early forties. Okay. You know, You've got some time. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like I said, ask me in a couple of years, but in a couple of years we should be where we need to be. Based off of that, um. How important is it for you to be in the moment and trust the process of getting and not, you know, um, getting so Murphy's Law, guys. This has this, been an this, interesting this interview. This interview has <laughs> I'm just going to be up front, you know, my camera cut off a couple times because uh, it's saying I didn't have enough space, which iPhones, man. Birch, chirping, thunder, it's all good, it ain't stopping us, we still here no, doing it. Nothing can stop us. But so what I was saying, um before so what yeah, like so how important for you is it to trust the process and live in the moment and not um feel like you have to just go, go, go just to get to that one goal and then hit the next goal. Man, time Dude, we like what? Thirty two years old right now? Um, I'm still thirty one, sir. Yeah. Well, I will be thirty two. But time is going by so fast. Very. You know, so you gotta you gotta take it in. You gotta slow down because within a blink of an eye, it'll be all over. Sometimes when I look back at it, I'll be like, dang, I've been working out all this time. 
and it's, it just went by so quick. Right. I feel like I haven't even done anything, really. Yeah. So I think as I get older, I realize that. So I try to take things and, you know, a lot slower and take it all in, especially now that I got a kid. want to take in those moments, too, because, shoot, they grow super fast. As you as you'll probably hear as to lightning a, strikes. You'll probably hear in a couple minutes when you start whining. Because <laughs> of yeah. the lightning. Yeah, we're gonna have to wrap this up. But real uh quick. I mean, I think you definitely wanna I wanna take it all in. I wanna slow it down. And plus, you know, when it comes to the bodybuilding thing is, you know, if I think too much into it, if I try to rush things, that's more stress. And stress it's not good on the body. It could change your physique dramatically, especially when you're getting ready for a competition. If you're stressing, you know, you can look great one one hour and terrible the next hour. So just want to take it all in, take it all slow, and just be calm with everything you're doing. Big facts, big facts. Um, cool. So, Dave, I appreciate you on the show. Are we, we done already? No. Uh, I got a couple more questions. Okay, we're we we're getting to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, we ain't trying to wake up uh, mini me. You know, <laughs> we got a, we got enough noise <laughs> distractions right now. Facts. But um, so I know it's a little different from when you started, but I mean you're still fairly young in the game and new. You know, you you, I'd say you're in the middle when it yeah, comes yeah. to that. So for someone who wanted to, you know, try to get into the bodybuilding game. Um, what would you suggest or what, what advice would you give them? But take your time. Don't rush anything. Train smart, you know. Just don't. A lot of these people on YouTube really don't know what they're doing and what they're talking about. They're just doing it for the likes and the Shots views. Shots fired. They're doing it for the likes and the views, so... Be smart about who you're listening to and who you're who you're watching, because you don't want to you know try to do something stupid that they're doing on YouTube for their likes and their views and end up injuring yourself in the process. So I just I just say you know be smart, uh, look into things, do your research, uh, train smarter, not harder. Yes, that is always a good one. Are there any like specific steps to get into the bodybuilding game, like, or or there, is there like a specific blueprint, or is it just like, it's all just depends on the person and situation. Yeah, it just depends on the person. Um, different steps for different people. Obviously, you know your genetics. If you're looking, if you've never done a show before in your life. And you're looking, and, but you've done sports. Obviously, you're gonna have that, you know, that good, aesthetically pleasing physique. So, you might be ready to jump on a stage. All you need to do is just, you know, a little tuning or tightening up there and there, and you'll be ready. You know, practice your, well, learn how to pose, then practice your posing, and you know, watch a couple, uh, show videos on YouTube. But if you're beginning, never done a show and you're starting from literally ground zero and you don't even know what your physique looked like because you got, you know, some body fat to get rid of, then you definitely want to, you know, maybe get somebody that is a little bit experienced in the show thing to guide you a little bit. 
Um, I would say YouTube videos won't do it. I would try to get somebody locally, you know, start off, you know, smaller locally that knows the tricks and the trades, that done shows before, or have a little bit of experience training people in shows, but you don't want to go straight for, you know, somebody you've seen on YouTube that you got to pay freaking thousands of dollars for, and they can't even, they don't even know what your physique look like, they're just doing it over a little camera, you know, and, uh, especially if this is your very first show, you don't need to take it that serious, you know, get somebody from your local town, or somebody that's experienced with shows, and just go through them. Awesome, awesome. So what's next for Davey Dave? Davey Dave is improving. Yeah. We in improvement season. You know, we done we did the nationals. We came in sixth. One place, one point from fifth. Might I might I remind y'all, one point from fifth. So we was close being in that top five, but we were the top six, but it is what it is. Um, we and, don't improve. and if you're in the top five, you can get a, you get that pro card? No, if you're in the top five, then you don't have to do uh, another amateur show for a year. You could just, you know. Okay. So yeah. you got to do another amateur show? Uh, I still have a year from my June 19th show to do another national show. Okay. Once that year is up, then I would have to do another gotcha. uh, is that qualification. The plan? Or that yeah, that is gonna be the plan. We are we are definitely we're in improvement season right now, so we're working on the things that we need to be improve. But hopefully, next year's season isn't up. But hopefully, they have maybe like one or two national shows before June nineteenth that I could jump in and show all the improvements that I made. But uh, that's what's next improvement right now. Making sure that I. Do everything that needs to get done leading up into whatever show I do next before June 19th. So we are in improvement season. Nice, nice. So how can we support you and follow you on your journey? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at I am David Wells. That's the really... uh. Social media that I uh, that I'm on, <laughs> that I'm on all the time. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. I think my name's Davy Dave. It's a lot of Davy Days, but uh, he's the only one that the ladies crave. Though. That's right. But so, only one lady. But Instagram is where I post a majority of everything that I do. Um, eventually I'll get Twitter, but Instagram it is. I am at I am David Wells. You heard that? I am at David or. Sorry, IG at I am David Wells Instagram. Yes, David Wells. I appreciate it. Final question. Yes. Well, actually, before I go to the final question, do you have any thoughts and final words or wisdom or anything you want to get off your chest? Tell to the people in podcasts, nah, TV land. No. Nah, any words of wisdom or motivation, inspiration? Listen, if you have a dream. A goal, something that you want to achieve in life, don't give up. Keep striving, keep pushing, keep working towards it. Don't give up so easy. You get knocked down, get right back up. You know, just keep going for what you want in life. All right, that's that's one of the things that will make you truly, truly happy, and that is doing what you love to do. 
couldn't say it better myself. Final question, Davey Dave. When it's all said and done, mm -hmm. how do you want your art of bodybuilding, your legacy and life to look like? What, how do you want it to look? What do you want them to say about Davey Dave when it's all said and done? When I'm in my grave? Sure, I guess. No, or, or I'm talking, no. I'm talking well, I was just talking about when you're like <laughs> done with your like, career. Like when you're chilling. When chilling I, on the beach, retired or whatever you yeah, do. When I'm done, I want people to look back and be like, we can achieve. That guy did it. We can achieve anything. Anything is possible. You know, he worked hard for years and years and years. And he made his goal come true. He made his dream come true. And now he's living the life that he wants to live. And he's happy. So I just want him, you know, just to look at me and be like, if he did it, I could do it. Well, you heard it, folks. Heard it there, folks. Davey Dave, David Wells. Remember, follow him on Instagram. I am David Wells. And you already know what do it that. is, folks. Make sure you uh, like, review, subscribe, really en enjoy this podcast of errors that we had yeah. today. Fun, <laughs> but you know, just just a prime example of you know, yeah, life comes at you, stuff happens, curveballs curve are thrown. They ain't knock us down. We kept on. Yeah, we just keep pushing. We, That's what we, we do. We take it in. We adjust and adapt Let's keep pushing forward so i want you guys to remember that keep pushing forward adapt and be flexible peace love and blessings until next time doses oh perfect with the rain on cue i was gonna look at god mm. <laughs>